From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, well, well. There's a little Nas. And before that, Moniskin. And coming up today, we're actually going to meet Moniskin. I have n- never met them. They're coming to us. I don't know where they're going to be, but they are originally from Italy. Roma. Roma, Italy. So we will get to meet Moniskin. A uh, couple of guys and also a female in the group. And they've done the cover of Begging, which is taking the world by storm. Not a new song. It's a cover. But their version, very popular with all the people in all the places. Good morning. How are you doing, Tanya? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Patty, how are you? I'm doing excellent. Well, that's boring. <laughs> well, how are you doing? Are you doing, are you doing bad? <laughs> no, I'm not doing bad. I'm just saying when everybody's fine, good, excellent. Where do you go from there? All right, next, Tubbs, how are you? Huh, fantastic. Wow. Oh. What, what, a, what a dull group this is. Well, I do have to tell you, we made a little bit of a boo-boo the other day. Hmm. Would I not know we made one? Well, no, it was more of my boo-boo. So I made a boo-boo. I said, Tubbs has a new belt, um, but really he has a new stripe to his belt. Okay, so when you said we, you met you and Tubbs, what is she talking about? She's talking about my jujitsu belt. And why does she know more detail than we? She saw my Instagram. Why are you, what do you call it? What's the word? Finsting. Why are you finsting? Thank you. Why are you, that wasn't the word, but that'll work. Why are you finsting tubs? I'm not finsting tubs. It was just on his story, and I just I saw it, and I thought it was cool. I didn't realize how many years it takes to get like a black belt in jujitsu. So, Tubbs, what stripe did you get, and how did you earn it? Uh, I'm on my second stripe of my purple belt, and I've been at it for over seven years. And how many total stripes can one get? You get uh, four per belt, and then you're eligible for the next belt. Oh, and then you get a pair of shoes with each belt? <laughs> Matching shoes, yeah. Sounds fun. A lot of work each one of those stripes. It sure is, yeah. yeah. So that's why you're just beat every morning when you're in here. That's why I'm always stretching. And yeah. that's why you're always doing brunch over there, huh? <laughs> right. And you might you're feeling yourself up for your stripes. I got yeah, it. also just like you doing brunch over there with your squeezy juice bottle. This is not brunch. This is literally I'm putting my teeth. Hey, guys, we just started, okay? I come in with my thermos and my squeezies. I got a squeezy of lemon juice. I got a squeezy of ginger juice. And I got a thermos OT. And I'm putting it on, I'm building it up, right? I'm putting it on the T-bar right now. I'm building it up. This is my T-bar. Yeah. Dodgers game one tonight later, huh? Mm-hmm. Everybody's thinking about that. That's going to be a TBS 630 tonight. And tickets for Kiss FM's Jingle Ball presented by Capital One are on sale now to Kisco VIPs and everyone today at noon. So we're going to open it up at noon to the rest of y'all. And then we'll have tickets to give away as we do. KissFM.com keyword Jingle Ball. Free gas Friday today. Let's start that this hour, 6.35 here. And Alicia Keys and Monaskin both on the show today. Let's bring in Jenny Ruiz of Riverside on Instagram, on YouTube, everywhere a social media platform exists. You can find this. Have you heard about this song? Uh, She's joining us now. Jenny69, a.k.a. Jenny Ruiz of Riverside. So, Jenny, are you there? Hi. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. You must be doing good because people are talking about you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people are really viral talking about energy. You. I know right, so they are. Where, tell us where you're from here in Southern California. So I actually am from Riverside, California, born and raised. What part of Riverside? Be specific. We know it. Uh, like the north side of Riverside. Mm-hmm. Like Orange Street kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Orange Street vibes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and you released your first song and music video, La 69. Yes. Yes. And like in a matter of hours, literally, Jenny, it's got millions and millions of views. Why do you think that is? I think it's because there's actually not a lot of females in the game with that like genre of music. So it's something like really new. It's like really male dominated. So I think that's why it blew up. And also because like everything I do is like viral. So like the viralness, I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think it would like blow up like this and as fast as it did. All right, here's what we're talking about. Listen. Soy la 69. Soy la chingona que salió de Riverside. La que siempre quiso más. All right, so many of y'all understood that. And if you didn't, She's singing about uh, things she needs to clear up. She says, I'm the 69. I'm the badass straight out of Riverside. <laughs> and you go on and on. What I have, I earned it. Not because I'm a woman did I fail. What inspired the song? Um, just because I feel like I've struggled a lot as a Latina. And I feel like I've always wanted uh, better for myself. And I've always loved like Mexican music, especially this genre. So a corrido is pretty much like a story of something right and this kind of just like talks about a story about la 69 which is me like my come up and it's just it's it's been a crazy journey but i'm so proud of myself like i love my song like i don't care if the whole world is against me but as long as i love my song and you know that's truly all that matters at this point i feel true and, and, and listen kids are singing and i'm gonna play a little uh rendition that <laughs> Oliver Patty's son did. And also people are, well, people are reacting on both sides of this. Some people are coming after you about it. Why? Um, I mean, I feel like there's like good and there's bad. Um, I think it has to do with like the fact that I'm not a singer, which is true. Like I'm not a singer. Like I never said I was a singer. I never said I was good at singing. This is actually the first time that I ever stepped into a studio. So mm -hmm. to me, it was like, it was a totally new, like learning process. And to me, I'm all about like self-expression. And I feel like, you know, when we used to be little kids, we used to like express ourselves and not care about what other people like thought, exactly. you know? And I feel like I had to really like, um, embrace that like five-year-old, six, seven-year-old Jenny that used to express themselves. And, you know, I just felt like I love to have fun with life. And I feel like, I hope that other women and even men to um, just like receive the message of like, who cares? Like, don't take life too seriously. Like if this is something you want to do and you love to do it, why not? Mm -hmm. uh, Jenny 69, Jenny Ruiz with us from Riverside who's done this song. Listen to Oliver. This is Patty's son. Does Ollie even know what he's talking about? He's five years old. <laughs> he has no idea. He just knows the song is catchy. And it is. It's a catchy song. Whether you love it or you hate it, it's catchy. You can't help yourself yeah. but sing it. Right. And I, I give you props. You know, you, you are, you. regardless of what anyone says, you are staying true to who you are. And I think at the end of the day, that is what wins, you know, and that's what people love. They, they love to be inspired by individuals who do not care what right. the haters say. Right. And, you know, you're a very smart woman. Um, and I know that this is, you know, this is this is awesome. I'm having fun with the song. Jenny, you, you you said you you say you're not a singer. You say you're not you didn't ever say you were great at it. What do you plan to do with this momentum? People are paying attention. Um, 
I feel like um, I am going to launch more music and I feel like I think the next song I'm going to do is more like trap vibes because when I first started working on this corrido, like because, okay, there's a corrido and then there's like corrido tumbado and then there's trap corrido and then traditional corridos. It's like something so new. It's still an underground kind of genre. So I am going to work on uh, more music that's like more trap vibes, like more like rapping rather than like singing. I just couldn't be super picky because my producer who gave me this song, you know, this is, you know, your song. I'm not going to go in there to the studio and be extremely picky either. Mm -hmm. So more music. Um, I do want to launch like reggaeton stuff, dembo, uh, pop, perreo, like a little bit of everything. Well, keep us posted. It's nice to meet you. Thank you. It was so nice meeting you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm super grateful. You're very welcome. Good luck, Jenny. Thank you. Okay, bye. Ollie's rendition is not bad. <laughs> now, one day he's going to realize to think what he's saying. Story that's 69. Story that's 69. Story that's 69. <laughs> but like me sometimes, I sing songs that we often play, but I hear the other version, and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm singing things I don't even know what I'm saying about. Mm-hmm. Right. Coming up next, uh, Jenny there. We'll keep, uh, keep, uh, keep your eye on her. Let's see what she does next. If she does reggaeton, if she does something else, interesting to hear. Time for your morning hack. Here it is. And I have your quote of the day. So, Tanya, you filled one of these out. Tubbs, you filled one of these out. Your dating app bio. It is a key component to the success on the app. For sure. People want a bite-sized bio. So don't take up space with these three things that turn people off. This is what they say the most popular turnoffs in your dating app bio. Okay. Don't waste my time. People say that apparently a lot, and that's not... I just don't think it's so welcoming. Yeah, I don't like that either. I wouldn't like that. Good vibes only? Oh, I'm sure what is that, that why, What's wrong with good vibes only? Like, I would want good vibes. Yeah, I don't know. I like that one, too. They say good vibes only is overused, and people really get turned off by it. Weird. What was on your dating app bio? Do you recall? Because you hooked in Hinger, right? <laughs> I you did. You hooked I in Hinger. In. Yeah. Socrates. I kept my... I kept my bio really short because on Hinge, they actually let you answer questions that help you kind of um, express your personality more. So I think my bio was like, I talk a lot or something. That was your bio? I talk a lot? Yeah. That did, No way you said I talk a lot in your bio. I guarantee it would have been more clever or, or like catchier. Yeah, that. I think it was something catchier. I'll have to look back and see if I can find it. But it was weird. My bio was very brief and my questions were very detailed. Like I talked uh, about my uh, love languages. Again, 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 Patty, I have a hard time believing that Tanya doesn't know what was in her dating app bio. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I really do. You're acting like you don't remember, yet you spent days trying to craft it and you craft hooked in a perfect bio, yeah. yeah. So what but was you know, it? It was all it was like a collective. It was a team effort. Like everybody on the staff, like Sierra basically talked to my now boyfriend for the first two weeks that we right, were but on what the was app. in your dating app bio that you're not telling us? Honestly, I can't remember. I just don't believe you. I swear. This I is would the tell kind you. of stuff you this is the kind of stuff you remember every minute of every day. I had so many different bios. I was on Tinder. I was on Bumble. I was on Hinge. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel. I was on JSwipe. And you changed them Raya. all? You changed yeah, every they, single bio? Yeah, because they all give you different spaces. All right. And the last one they say is a turn off on dating apps in the bio. I don't know why I'm here. Oh, 
That's yeah, kind of a, it's just yeah. Well, we know why. I mean, like, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> They're just trying to be a little clever, but it doesn't no. work. Today's quote: <laughs> "Don't measure your progress using someone else's ruler." On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tanya has the Friday morning headlines in for Sissy. Tanya. Starting today, L.A. County will require patrons to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination to enter several indoor businesses and large outdoor events. To enter outdoor events with more than 10,000 people, guests will have to show proof of full COVID-19 vaccination. While at indoor areas of bars, lounges, nightclubs and wineries, proof of at least one vaccine dose will be required. Wet weather is in the forecast again this week in Southern California. Periods of light rain started last night in some areas and showers are expected to linger through the morning hours before tapering off this afternoon. And middle and high school students in L.A. County can get free tickets to a UCLA football game if they're at least partially vaccinated. Students can sign up online at LACounty.gov. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is Moniskin as Begin 102.7 Kiss FM. So there you have a song that's taken the planet by storm. Let me just walk you down memory lane. We have some very, uh, I'm excited about this because I've never met this group of people. Moniskin is with us. I've never met them and we've got them all here. But first, let me just walk you down memory lane. Begin, you know the song Begin that they're doing now? Started like this. That was before your times, Tubbs. And then you had uh, Mad Con. I remember this one. And then everybody on the planet is singing this right now. I'm begging, begging you. Listen to the grit in there. This grit. And that is the version. The 2021 of Begging. Moniskin joining us. Well, it's great to see all of you. How are you? Hi. We're very, very good. Yeah. This is a first. Let me just go through. I want to make sure I say it right. So, uh, Damiano? Yeah, here I am. All right, Damiano. Victoria? Yeah. Tomas or Thomas? Yes. Tomas. And Ethan? Yeah. Right. Ah, Piacere. Piacere. Easy names. Piacere. 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 You are you're new to us. You're new to us here from where we sit in Los Angeles, Hollywood, and across the country. So how did this start for you? How did you guys end up being played all the time on our stations here in America? Damiano? We don't know it. Tell us. <laughs> how, how, how do you know each other, Damiano? Uh, we, we met each other at the, uh, middle school. Yeah. And um, they started the band, and then I, I uh, joined them. And then uh-huh. we we found it on Facebook. Yes. On Facebook, how interesting! Wow. Yeah, yeah, crazy. A group called like searching for musicians in Rome, and I wrote this post there, and I'm like, please, we are in desperate need of a drummer. Does anyone want to play with us? Yeah. And then and we found was like, him. He was the only one answering, yeah. actually. But <laughs> yeah. So in uh, a way, you were strangers at one point. Some of you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah we were. Mutually. Yeah. We used to. Now, now, what it was, it, Victoria? What is the dynamic like of this group? Are they uh, high intensity? I mean, we, what's the tempo? Not the music, the tempo of everybody's personality. Well, I would say mm-hmm. that it depends, but we have we have, we have found our own balance yeah. through the years. So now we're very 
we we work like a family so we try to make everyone speak up for yourself and comfortable, uh, comfortable, comfortable. to express yourself and everything so i think we have a great relationship but yeah yeah we, we it, like it took some years to get to it, this <laughs> it always <laughs> does it's an evolution so we're talking with Monaskin here their new single mama mia is available now but before that you did your cover of begging I think it was, it says here 2017 for the Italian X Factor series, right? Why'd you choose that song? Um, at the time, it was very um, on point with our taste and our music personality. Yeah. Uh, but of course, then we, we, we grew up and we changed our style and we uh, built our identity and personality. But we really have feel what happened with the song, of course. Well, I, I'm, I mean, off the top of my head, I, I can't name a lot of acts that have come out to you from Roma, from Rome, yeah? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I can't name, name a lot of acts that coming out of Rome or, or Umbria, for that matter, that uh, we're playing on our pop stations here in America. Why is that? We're unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it really is sort of a breakthrough type moment for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we're very happy. What we think that people are maybe appreciating in us is that they can feel that what we're doing is 100% natural like we write every song we have ourselves just the four of us and we all always put like our soul in it and we just do things that represent us and that we feel proud of so I think this shines through our music and Mama Mia is your next single tell us about the song I'm gonna play a little bit in a second here but tell us about it well it's uh, very good, yeah, very good. good. that's yeah. a good start we, we wrote it uh, like immediately after the Eurovision. We had a few studio days, and uh, fortunately, the song came out in a in a like very little time. Yeah. Um, sometimes it happens. Sometimes yeah. it takes months. But yeah, um, we felt very I don't know. We we were having fun, so we wanted to to make a song that uh, that uh, that was funny and uh, gives some funny vibes and dancey vibes and very uh, light. And, yeah, it was uh, very careless. Easy go, easy like we going, just wanted to have fun. We didn't want to so take any. Who has, who, who has the most wicked sense of humor of the group? Uh, I would Ooh, say maybe Damiano. Well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and who needs to have more sense of humor? <laughs> More sense of humor. Well, Victoria. I'm going to say myself. All right, let me play. This is called Mamma Mia. Manuska, check it out. That's some energy. That is fun. Tanya, that's a song that you um, you should, when I play it, close your eyes because the moves I make to that song are something I don't want you to see. Don't it's want not, to see it. Yeah, because they're not so, I want to do things, like I want to I want to throw my hair up in the air. Right, you, know? you should be careful running on the treadmill to that song. Yes, yes, we, we could hurt ourselves that one. Yeah. Uh, that, that's got to be fun to do live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can wait to, yeah, for to live. Yeah. Well, when do you, when do you, are you here? I don't, I don't know where you are. What country are you in? You're in Germany. Great. Yeah. So you're not near us at all. But when you do come here, we'd love to meet you in person and get to know you even more. Yeah, For sure. Of course. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And you can always be certain, Monaskin, that Vegan mm -hmm. for the moment is playing on one radio station somewhere in the United States every minute.
<laughs> That's good yeah. news. That's good news. Thanks. Yeah. You guys take care. It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Thank you. My pleasure. That's fun for us because they're just starting and they're just breaking into the United States and they've got some momentum over in Europe, obviously. But it's fun. You know, I look back at all the artists we met for the first time. Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, like every artist that's come through at the uh, Katy Perry. Even. Yeah, I was Katy getting Perry Twilight, Twilight vibes from one of the guys in the band. Oh, my gosh. You only you could take away vibes from one of the members of Monoskin while we're talking I, about their singles. <laughs> I was I, oh, I leave major. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, we're paying your bills. And right now we're doing a, a little segment of paying for your next vacation bills. You pick the vacation and we pay for it. You also decide where you're going to go. Natalie Lamarada, how are you? Is this Ryan? Is this Natalie Valenzuela? Yes. Yes. Well, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Well, thank you for listening to Kiss. I know you were listening to Gabby the other day. You called in. You were caller 102 just after 12 o'clock? Yes. What did that feel like? Amazing. I know. It's nice. So exciting. It's- I used to get so excited when I would get through just to request a song. Forget about winning something. Just to request a song before I worked at a radio station. Back in the day when we used to be able to do that, call and request a song and then make your playlist on that little cassette radio. Oh, my gosh. We would record everything. And you know the irony? I'd want the DJ to shut up because I wanted to record the song without him talking. So good. I mean, that's the irony in all this. So true. Stop talking. All right. So... And someone's yelling that to me right now, more than one probably. Natalie, I've got good news. You are Kiss FM. Vacation bills. Grand prize winner of the day. We're paying for your next vacation. Oh, my God. I am speechless. And I want to scream and I can't because I'm in a store. I will. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you so much. What What are you shopping for? I'm actually downtown LA at the beach store because nice. I make bracelets and stuff as a oh, hobby. You, so you make beaded bracelets. I do. <laughs> what do you think, Tanya? I think you should get some that have like some cute. Maybe we could. <gasps> we could get matching <gasps> friendship ones with our initials on them. <gasps> oh, I love oh, that idea. So cute. I will do that for you guys for sure. Why does everything have to match? Why can't we just be our own independent selves? I know, because I like that. I love it. I do. That almost hurts. All right. Uh, (laughs) Where are you going to go on your vacation? Where do you want to go, Natalie? Okay, I've been thinking about this. So I have two places. Either Hawaii, because we had that planned during the pandemic, and it was canceled. Or Puerto Rico, because that's where my mom is from. So I would love to take my daughter there. Super good choices. It's all up to you. You tell us when and where, and we'll take care of it. Thank you, Natalie, for listening. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck with your beach shopping today. <laughs> thank you. Better, right, luck, better luck with the tra- downtown LA traffic. <laughs> yeah, I understand. We hear about it every day. Thank you. Let's see. Shall we grab Michelle? Oh, she's your neighbor, Tanya. Michelle of Studio City. Cute. Hello, Michelle. How you doing? Good. How are you? We're making it through on a Friday morning. How can we help you in Studio City? Tell us. 
Well, here's the thing. I'm going to get married soon, and I just I don't know about changing my last name. Okay, first of all, Tanya, Patty, and we just met Michelle, so I don't know if you've been to it or not, but Tanya, Patty, yeah, for sure. Watch, I just watched, scrolling to my notes, I just watched, I don't know how I stumbled upon stand-up comedy last night, oh. and I was watching a girl named Taylor... Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Have you seen oh, her? Yes, I love her. I do too. <laughs> She's so funny. Oh my God. Did you see her bit about marriage and weddings? I don't know if I did. Okay. She is hysterical talking about her friend, as she says, is getting married who walks so slow down the aisle because she's a princess. And she does this whole bit about people who get married. And then she plays the role of like when she gets married. And yeah. it is, I laughed out loud. I don't laugh out loud. I don't laugh out loud. <laughs> right. I don't. I laughed out loud. I think she's, in her, oh, it's called Taylor Tomlinson Quarter Life Crisis on Netflix. Oh, girl. I, where is, I didn't know anything about her, Michelle. How'd you know of her? Oh, you know what? I actually watched that special, and I guess I just don't remember the wedding bit. But okay. she's Did so you see funny, the... and I don't, yeah, I don't you... usually like like humor. <laughs> I don't, I don't usually like so humor. <laughs> what? I don't you know, like, like levity or humor or anything fun, okay? Exactly. I don't like life. No, usually it's like crude, <laughs> and I don't like that. She's not well, crude. She's like real. Well, she does get into the D word a few times. What's the D word? What's Dad. Word? Dad. Dad. Yeah, well, just watch word. it. Just watch okay, it. Okay. 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 Anyway, Michelle, so let's go back to you. So you're trying to decide about... <laughs> Your last name. What's the issue? Well, the issue is I don't, I don't want to change it. Here's the thing. I, I don't want to say like I'm overly feminist and that's the reason. I just don't get like why. So I was like, why? Like, would you change your name? And he said, no. I said, well, will you hyphenate your name? And he said, no. And then I said, well, do you want to make up a new last name? And he said, no. And I said, well, then why should I? How about you the know? next question? Do you sure you want to marry me? Right. <laughs> Are you sure I want to marry you? Do I want to marry you? Maybe it's no. <laughs> no. I'm no. pretty sure it's going to be a yes, but maybe we keep our own last names. But is that weird? Well, I just, I don't know what, I shouldn't care what people think, but you know, we care no. what people oh, think. Oh, we do not read the four agreements. Read the four agreements. We don't care. Yeah. Okay. We really don't. It takes too much post pandemic we don't care we can't it just takes can't. too much out of us and you, you should use that capacity capital on yourself mm -hmm. that's right. true with so, planning a wedding <laughs> here's what i can tell you and go back and watch taylor talk about weddings but here's what i can tell you my sister did this yeah okay her name was meredith seacrest right her name was meredith marie seacrest and mm -hmm. then she got married to Jimmy Leach. And now her name is Meredith Seacrest Leach. Correct. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what I think. Uh, so you could do something like that. What do you think? Yes. Well, I know tons of people that do that. I like my middle name. It's actually my mom's maiden name. So I don't necessarily want to get rid of it. Well, then don't get rid of anything. Yeah, I, you don't want to change, change your name. You change your name. Don't change yeah. your name. And he's going to live with it. Fine. If not, he's out. <laughs> All right. I like it. We do he's it not, Hey, or... he's not leaving you because you're not changing your last name. If he does, then there are bigger issues. 
All right. Bigger issues. I like that. I don't think he cares. I will say that about him. He just he is not a make or break life or death situation. It's just that. All right. Well, I, I got you. my <laughs> prediction is you're fine in 10 years or 15 or 25 after being married to the same person that long. There might be bigger battles. Call us back then. <laughs> okay. Will do. I'll keep okay. that in mind. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. All right. That's yeah. Your homework is to watch that special. Tony, I think you'll vibe with it a lot. I'm down. I'm going to watch it tonight. Love a little Friday night comedy situation. And watch it with Socrates. It'll make him very uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. It's great to watch with your man. <laughs> Wait, why? Because there's a lot of making fun of us. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Done. All right. Doja Cat. That's your night, Tanya. You're welcome. Thank you. Programming your evenings. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> With Ryan Seacrest. I want to tell you about Laura Velasco of Irvine. So she was in the Army for eight years. She graduated college, worked this job for two major interior design firms before landing her first project. And then she took this leap to start her own business. Uh, let me grab her now. Hey, Laura and Irvine. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. So let's start with your service. Thank you for representing and defending our country uh what, oh my gosh, of course. When, when, when was that so i actually um enlisted in the army right after college so okay. 2010 until 2018 and what was your assignment where were you stationed give me a little detail yeah so it was um the army national guard so i was stationed in national city so down mm -hmm. in san diego mm -hmm. and my mos was uh, military police so that was my company, wow. and my position was um, operations. So basically, like all the back end stuff, making sure my company was um, ready to go, and, and all the training and all of that. Now you get out of the service, and you've always been passionate about interior design. So how did you end up doing this now on your own? Yeah. So when I graduated college, um, I was doing the National Guard in um, San Diego. And then while I was doing that, I found a job um, in Newport Beach, actually. So I was kind of commuting around Orange County, San Diego. And my boss there, she just really inspired me to, you know, become very confident in my design skills. And she's just a boss lady. And she inspired me to do it on my own. So after kind of bouncing around a few different firms, I got the confidence. I had an opportunity and I kind of just started. That's amazing. And you know, what's great about design now is that you, we have so much technology. You can actually see everything before you have to have it. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, renderings they call them, right? Renderings. Yeah. yeah. Laura, what trends are you seeing now in design, interior design? So it's funny you ask. I feel like trends are always evolving. Like every 10 years, things just come back. So right now it's all about the warm tones. So, you know, gray was kind of in a few years ago and now we're going yeah. warm. So like the pretty taupe, the light wood, the oak. So that's coming back. All right. I Listen, I want people to, if you want to check it out, she is a, a veteran of our army, Level Up Interiors. You can go to at levelup.interiors on Instagram. Check out what she's doing. You see all kinds of images there. Hey, Laura, just going back to being a vet, have you seen, I just stumbled upon John Stewart's new talk show on Apple, and he's very funny, but he's also covering some really important things, one of which was what happens to many of our vets when they finish their duty. Have you seen this episode? 
You know, I haven't seen that episode, but part of my job was kind of um, introducing, you know, the different options that vets had after, you know, they no longer want to, to, you know, serve or their contracts are over. And I think that's really important too, you know, just kind of getting the education out there and, you know, what, what resources are available to them. Uh, well, check this out. I'd be curious to know what you think about it. He's very well uh, educated in this world. John Stewart, I think he's worked in trying to do good for the vets for a long time. And it's a remarkably compelling and impacting show that I saw that resonated with me about things that are going wrong when uh, people like yourself have served and how they're not taken care of in the way that maybe they should be. And it was enlightening to me. Yeah, I, I took a note. That's very interesting. I definitely do want to check him out. All right. Well, thank you, Laura. I appreciate that. You take care. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Our hometown hustler, Laura Velasco. Have you seen this new show John Stewart's doing? No. No, but I heard of it. Well, it's w- w- watch the one about the veterans. It's uh, it, It'll leave a mark. It'll leave a mark for sure. Wow. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you, Tanya, Patty, Sissini on maternity leave, and Alicia Keys coming back in. Alicia, it's nice to see you. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm doing well. There, there's a couple things that we want to get to with you. Noted, Alicia Keys, the untold stories. This on YouTube. These are conversations. Yes. Uh, th- there's some. There's some real raw and vulnerable things in this. Um, wh- what were some of the most Challenging, I don't know if it's the right word, difficult. What were some of the most uh, tender moments for you? Mm, I mean, you know, I think that there's, there is a lot of, there's definitely a lot of moments. And I love this. I love this Noted series. It's so good. And I actually didn't even expect to be so, um, I don't know. I didn't even expect it to come together the way that it has. I, I love it. I can't wait for y'all to see it. If you haven't seen it already, everybody who has seen it has just told me like they can see my rawness, that they learned things about me that they never knew before. My husband said like, babe, I'm learning things about you. I never knew about you. It's kind of wow. deep. People that I've known for a really long time are like, you know, I didn't know that or I didn't realize that or whatever. And I think that's the case. So I think some of the tenderest moments is a really deep conversation with my mother um, that I ask her a lot of questions that I never maybe even thought to ask her or got a chance to ask her before, even about her relationship as a single mother, you know, her relationships with me, her relationships with, um, you know, that, that, that responsibility of being a single mother to me and how that went for her. There's some really tender conversations about me and my first, um, the person that I produced with first crucial, who has been a really important part of my musical journey and was also, you know, my first, you know, real like relationship within this world and, and kind of understanding what happened there or what could, you know, how that went, that that was really deep, those revelations. There was a really tender moment with my father and I, that's the first time that I kind of got to ask him about any regrets that he had. I didn't grow up with him. And, um, and, and so I, we, we've had, we, our relationship is a new one that's starting, you know, in the, in the past five years, really becoming something that I never thought we would have. So it's kind of all of those pieces and and even just about womanhood, about, about you know, fear and judgment and all these things that I think we all battle with in our lives. So it's 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 something else. Even when I look at it, I'm, I'm really happy with it. 
starting with your mother for a second, there are, I'm just like, in, unless you're in a scenario or situation where you're almost, you're challenging yourself to ask things you might not normally ask around the table. Why would mm. we ask? Like, I know that I sit with my parents sometimes over a holiday meal and I'm like, I don't think I knew that about mom and dad. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you're almost forced to yes. go there. You know what? You're so right. That's what I was thinking the other day, too. I was thinking like, you know, you love the people that you love in your life so much. And especially our parents, like they're such a big part of who we are and how we grow up. But we don't actually interface with them in an intimate, in a super, in a way, in an intimate way on their behalf. You know, they, right. they are definitely interfacing with us in an intimate way on our behalf all the time, but on their behalf. So I, I think you're so right. And I and actually when it finished, there were so many things I asked her that didn't even make it on there, you know, which got <laughs> even deeper. But right, I'm sure. <laughs> but afterwards I was just saying how grateful I was that we had that conversation because I, I think we have to spend even more time with each other one on one, just in our relationships, you know, because there's always people around. Yeah, even with your I do loved know. ones, it's always I, I, people. I, I do know, and I also find it, even though it's so bizarre, Alicia, they, my job is to ask questions, yet I'm completely True. uncomfortable and awkward asking really intimate questions to my parents. That's, and, and what about like your, you know, even like your kids or your, or, or your wife or like, are you, do you feel that same way or is it only your parents? Well, when I get married and have kids, I'm coming back to you to tell you everything about it. <laughs> You know, I didn't realize you didn't have kids. Yes, Alicia, I'm the last one. I, I'm the last one. Here. Right, no, listen. Tanya also. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. I'm focused on it actually. Like I know. I now know. So, I now know. I want, but I didn't. I didn't know that until recently. It's in my untold stories. Listen, um, it's okay. It's all right. We'll, we'll get into your untold stories. Ryan. We got <laughs> a lot wanna, to talk about. Matt. I want to go back to your dad. You mentioned your father, and in the last five years, you began to have this bond with him, and you said you didn't you weren't necessarily sure that that would ever happen. Has, has that gotten, have you gotten comfortable being with him one-on-one? Yeah. You know, that that's, that's really, really, again, I mean, even in that situation, I think there is, there's always someone in the mix. So the, the, the ability to have a real true one-on-one is quite rare. And so I think that's actually what we saw in untold stories. You saw that first real one-on-one that I've kind of ever had. I mean, of course, we've had conversations and we've had phone calls and there's been moments late at night, we're both sitting on the couch, but like with that type of intention and asking those kind of questions about his life and how his experience was for him and any regrets that he might have in his life and him being able to say that his biggest regret would be, you know, our relationship, you know? So that was the first time we were able to have those kind of, that kind of really honest forthright one-on-one. And I think we want to do more of it. One of the things he said was, you know, I should have, I should have taken you on like walks on a beach. I should have maybe come to you and said like, Hey, let's just go out me and you and cultivated that. And, um, and so when I, ca- I called him after before Noted aired and I said, you know, let's let's try to do some of those things. You know, let's mm-hmm. not forget that we can still do those things. So it's, it's definitely a healing process. And, you know, a, you know, when you kind of open your mind to who people are as human beings, as opposed to who you think they're supposed to be to you, I think it's really freeing. And, and that was a big one for me. And, and I think that now we're going to be able to even go farther. And that's why I wanted to show that because yeah. there is a healing that can happen in relationships you don't think they can. 
Hey, Alicia, you know, before we get to your new music, we were talking about your YouTube special a few minutes ago. And Patty, did, weren't you telling me that your your kids, your young kids, want YouTube channels? Like, oh yeah. What's the, what's the intersection of decision making when it comes to kids yes. and YouTube channels, Alicia? What do you think? It's all about the YouTube channels. I'm I'm sure I feel you, Patty, like a million percent. <laughs> and you're kind of trying to stave them off. <laughs> you're trying to stave them off, like. I did the private one that you can send only to like family. Like you, you get a, you do a private one and then you get the link and you send it to whoever you want to send it to. That's what I've done so far. That might oh, work that's too, a great Patty. idea. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So then they get their channel, but you control who sees it. Who? Yes. And who can react and, to it. Yeah. Cause like, we don't want people on their channel doing, saying God knows what to these kids. Exactly. It's like crazy. We have to protect them, and, and, and they don't see it like that, but it's that's not even the vibe. So, Because I'll come into YouTube and kill somebody. Like, don't talk about my kids <laughs> really? sideways way. I'll find you. They're too young for those things right now. <laughs> nah, it's uh, a little, it's too much, and it's too much to manage, I feel you. But that's the secret. I hope that works for you. That's, that good, that's, give so, you that's a great idea. Work. I did not know you could do that. Thank you. Let me play a little Lala for you here. It's Kiss like FM. Sweli. There's a certain speed to way you sway to that one to sway in oh, Alicia. Yeah. There's a certain speed. There's a there's a there's a certain gear that you get into yes. for that, right? I want to go back to something regarding your music and you as a public person and your father. So when you were breaking into the world of uh, fame and music, you were not speaking to your father. Your career evolved and it was very public. What was his, when you sat down with him for the first time, his reaction to all of that that you got so much later in life from him? What do you mean? Like his reaction? Well, he never had a chance to say, I'm proud of you, did he? Mm. You know, I mean, when it was happening, I think think maybe not right at the beginning, because at that time I was very close minded and I felt like, you know, um, I, you know, I had a lot of anger issues that I had to work through and feelings that I had to work through. But um, so not right at at the time. But I think that as time progressed, he he has been able to say at least I feel that he feels Uh that way for sure. Uh Um, And so I I, I think that's going to be part of the next conversation. I mean, we literally just got into like, you know, him sharing with me that. He wishes he could. He would have been there more, even for my mother. So I think the next cut, the next sit down, we can move into like okay. some of that stuff. <laughs> I'm curious to know. I'm really yeah. curious. Well, I'm happy to see you. Thank you for coming on. Wait, uh, I Lala, have a question. Featuring Swaley's out now. I saw that you just celebrated your 11th anniversary, and I feel like Word. you're a very intentional person. And I was wondering if you guys had any traditions that you do on your anniversary every single year. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, the, 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 the most important transition is that we definitely have, you know, a very intimate alone, just us, like we do something together that's really special and, and just for us and celebrating our love. We definitely, we definitely like to talk about what else we want and like what do we want to see for ourselves, for ourselves as a couple, for ourselves as individuals, you know, and we kind of talk about that and we share it. And we also love to talk about what we love about each other. Like, I'll say like, no, seriously, what's your favorite thing about me today? 
and I'll, <laughs> and I'll, and I'll tell him what's, what's, what's my favorite thing about him today. And so there's That's definitely, fun. I think there's definitely a lot of, you know, he loves to, he's a big surpriser. I'm a big surpriser. We like to kind of surprise each other with special things and special moments. So um, we just have fun. We kind of have our little crazy competitions and all types of fun things, but it's, it's good. It's really good. And I'm proud of us. Oh, Tanya, that. why don't you start surprising Socrates, your boyfriend? I know, I know. I'm, right. I'm really wanting to start some really like intentional traditions every single year. And I love that. That's fire. That's a fire name too, man. That's a lot to live up to. Good God. <laughs> that's not really his real name. <laughs> I, I call him that. That's his on-air okay. name. I, that's his nickname for me. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Alicia, great to see you. Take care. We'll see you soon. Lots of love. All right, bye. bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tanya, what's coming up in a second? The trending report. All right. Translate this excuse when dating. We are better off as friends. What does that really mean? We are better off as friends. Yes. Okay, we'll come back to it. Just a flashback here. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve is the ball drop show that I now host. And I'll be hosting it for the 17th year. I cannot believe that. That is so wild. Coming up on New Year's Eve. And it's going to be here before we know it. Last year, no one was allowed, basically, in Times Square. It was just Jennifer Lopez singing and the ball mm-hmm. dropping. And it was pin drop quiet. I remember thinking, wow, this is weird. And mm-hmm. it was weird for hours. And, of course, we've evolved. And I think there will be people there this year. Right. But this show, Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. Like, your parents grew up watching Dick Clark. Mm-hmm. And it's the 50th year of this show. 50th year, 5-0 of this show. Here is the first Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve broadcast. 1972. I was not here yet. Not born. Mm-hmm. Into 1973. Listen. Before it all happens, let me wish you the happiest of all New Year's. And watch out. From the Queen Mary and from Times Square here on NBC. It is now 1973 as of now. <laughs> How about that? I mean, that's it. I got to tell you, he makes it seem easy because you got to count 10 to 0 on time or the years. Well, the year starts. You just screw right. it up. You make it seem easy, too. But you know what I think about often? You never have to make New Year's Eve plans. You always have a plan. Do you know how like how hard it is to make a New Year's Eve plan? There's so much expectation around it. You don't know what to do. Blah, 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 and you never have to worry about that. I do not worry about it. I didn't worry about it beforehand anyway, 17 oh. years ago. But I don't worry about it now. You're right. And your New Year's Eve plan can always be to tune into ABC and watch it happen live, Tony. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, you know, really cool. So it's it's going to be the 50th anniversary, and we'll be doing a lot of cool stuff. Plus, for the first time, we're going to do a Spanish-language countdown live from Puerto Rico. That will happen. Puerto Rico's an hour ahead of the that. East Coast. Yeah, it's the first time we've ever done it, and this will be the first of many Spanish-language countdowns that we will do. Uh, but yeah, I think Puerto Rico is an hour ahead of New York. So you do Puerto Rico and what a celebration that would be. Mm-hmm. I wish I could teleport there and back in the moment. And then you'll have uh, New York and then New Orleans and it'll just go on and on. But the thing is, you know, for 24 hours, somebody's dropping a ball essentially. For sure. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be great to have a 24 hour show? A 24 hour chat, New Year's Eve channel? Yeah. A 24 hour New Year's Eve show, Right. On that, mm-hmm. wherever it is. And we started at the first hour overnight, mm-hmm. wherever it starts. And then you, Australia, I guess. And you go all the way around the world 
and host twenty four hours a twenty four hour program. That's a lot of making out. That's awesome. That's genius. That's fun. That'd be fun. That'd be Mm -hmm. fun. All right. So let's get to the trending report. Tanya, what do you have? All right. So I asked you that question because Jana Kramer and Jay Cutler. I remember I told you guys about this love triangle. Jay Cutler was married to Kristen Cavallari. Jana Kramer just divorced from her husband, Michael. Jana and Kristen Cavallari are kind of sort of maybe friends. So it was a little bit of an awkward situation, which is no longer apparently a situation because Jay Cutler and Jana have called it quits. And in the statement or what I was reading on Us Weekly, it said they went on a few dates, but in the end, Jana is still single. They realized they're better off as friends than dating. And I wanted to kind of translate that because anytime I've ever told someone, I haven't done it much. I think I've only told one or two guys that I was dating this were better off as friends it was because I wasn't attracted to them. It was well, because physically it wasn't take there. Rocket scientists to figure out clearly it, something wasn't there, and this is a nice way of saying we're not together. I know, but don't you? When you hear that, don't you wonder what it was? No, you don't care. No, I don't. Uh, I, I, I. More importantly, I want to know Kristen Cavallari. Who's she seeing? Well, so she was dating this country singer Chase Rice for a minute, but I don't. Th- I don't think it was very serious. And I don't think they're dating anymore. So I think uh, the she's reason. Single. I ask is because wasn't Jana Kristen's friend and Cutler was her husband, her ex-husband. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, I'm more curious to know about that dynamic than I am about uh, Jana and Jay. What's up with <laughs> Jana and Kristen? Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, what's that? Co- I don't see a quote that says uh, Jana and Kristen uh, decide they're better we off as friends. friends. We are not friends. <laughs> we are not friends. Like, to me, I'm just, what does that, that mean? sparks my curiosity more. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was a really pickle of a situation. I mean, it's a big planet. Like, you have to be with a friend. I and honestly publicly? couldn't agree more. Well, so I was reading other articles. These are all obviously speculation and hearsay. So none of this came from Jay or Jana's mouths. But apparently they said that Jay was dating her to make Kristen jealous, which is why they went out to all these places where the photographers could take pictures of them. And it didn't work. And so he was like, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Tom, have you ever been in a situation like that where a buddy's like, uh, there's someone that you might want to date, but your buddy dated them, so you, or they maybe want to date you, but your buddy dated them, so you're out? Mm-hmm. Maybe a long time ago, I think there was a situation, but that's definitely off limits. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. No, no right. go. But that's, that's, so I'm more curious about that time to answer your question. All right, let's go through the watch list. Uh, so you know mine, I just watched, and I might as well use it for my watch list topic. I watched Taylor Tomlinson, the stand-up. I stumbled into it, and I thought it was very funny. She was very funny. I laughed out loud. It's called Taylor Tomlinson, Quarter-Life Crisis. Maybe because I wish I was having a quarter-life crisis, which would have been years ago, right? I'm sure you had one. Right, but we're all past our quarters, so we're living vicariously through her crisis. That's what you think. What do you mean? What do I think? You could be having quarter life crisis issues now, too. But if I live to be 100, I'm past my quarter. But you're dealing with the same things because she obviously she was making jokes about marriage and weddings and you haven't had one yet. So you're basically like a quarter liver. Thank you. You're welcome. I wanted to have a quarter liver. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Clickbait on Netflix. Tanya, you're watching that? Yeah. So this is something that my best friend Becca recommended to me. And I always take her recommendations because she knows what I like to watch in TV. And this is a little bit of a murder mystery, but it's not 
it's not so um, it doesn't make your heart pound as much. But she said it's really interesting, and the star in it is Adrian Grenier, who I just love and adore. I just want to see on my screen, so it's a major yes. It's on Netflix. I'm not so sure for me that now, Patty. I ch- I just tried watching the first episode. I didn't make it through because it was my bedtime. What? Is this worth continuing? Because it's like number one everywhere. Squid Game is worth every minute of our lives. It is oh, so good. Really? Now, yes, I got to the part where the guy was in the mm-hmm. subway with the other oh, guy. Oh, it's just about thing. to get good. Okay, so I fell asleep before it got started. Yeah. You're, 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 a, you're a good place right now. How many episodes in are you? I, I just finished it last night. It is oh, so, so good. Does it go somewhere that I can't predict? You're just going to be, it's like, the only way I can describe this show is like Willy Wonka, but for this generation. It's all I'm going to say. Willy Wonka? Yes. The guy who's been slapped, barehanded, beaten up in the subway. You'll understand once you finish, you're going to be like, Patty, I get it. This is Willy Wonka, but for this generation. All right. Sam, Samantha Stavros filling in for Sisney this week. That's called Squid Game. That's on Netflix. Sam, what are you watching? I am watching the other two on HBO Max. It's very funny. So many people recommended this to me, and I finally started it, and it's worth the hype. Um, It's about two siblings. It's a brother and sister who are, like, struggling through life, struggling to find work. Um, One's, like, an aspiring actor. When their younger 13-year-old brother becomes famous overnight, he, like, has a song called Marry You at Recess, and so now he's, like, this national phenomenon. Um, Their mom is played by Molly Shannon. It was created by two former SNL writers. Lauren Michaels is an executive producer. Um, Season one and two. Yeah. Very funny. Seasons one and two are on HBO Max, and it was just renewed for a third season. Wow. So there's a lot of episodes out already. Yes. Highly recommend. It's amazing how much I've never heard of. It's a lot. It's really good. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a picture of this to send it to myself so I can watch that stuff. Because I'll lose the loose leaf paper that you sent me with all the notes on it. Squid Game is going to be like one of the hottest Halloween costumes. I mean, it. I read it's number one around the world, and I think soon to be here too in the states. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, it's one zero two seven Kiss FM. That's going to do it for us. Tickets to our Kiss FM Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Go on, set to everybody. Everybody at noon. We're back on Monday with an all new Ryan's Roses. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.